booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Mr. Howard has been charged with two counts of attempted murder. SWAT officers locate and capture an alleged cop shooter captured in Newark, New Jersey. A combined no-hitter in Game 4 of the World Series with the Houston Astros, tying the series at two games apiece. President Biden delivers a scathing anti-Republican speech as last ahead of Tuesday's midterms. Aides to former President Trump reportedly readying for Trump's announcement about a third run for the White House following Tuesday's midterms. As expected, the Federal Reserve raises interest rates to tamp down inflation at 8.5%, a 40-year high under the Biden administration. Caught. The suspect, authorities say, allegedly shot two Newark, New Jersey police officers. He'd first escaped, prompting a lockdown and manhunt, but has now been captured. Kendall Book Howard is this suspect's name. A search Wednesday by a SWAT team in full gear of the same building that Kendall Book Howard was not found in on Tuesday resulted in the SWAT team finding Howard in that building yesterday. Details surrounding Howard's discovery haven't been released just yet. Here's what neighbors told ABC7. There's two different sets of gunshots. I heard about seven at first, and then after that, it was about another three or four. I just heard a little small explosion after that, but other than that, I just heard hundreds of undercover cops getting out with their AKAs, with their shields, putting on their vests. Howard is charged with Tuesday's attempted murder of two Newark police officers. They were shot after a resident of the building called cops, telling officers she'd spotted Howard, who was wanted in a separate October 28th shooting. One of two officers shot, Jabril Paul, was released from University Hospital yesterday. The second officer remains hospitalized but is expected to recover. Both officers have just one and a half years on the job. Houston pitcher Kristen Javier teamed with Astros relievers Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley in completing the first combined no-hitter in postseason history. The Astros beat the Phillies in Philly 5 to nothing with the best-of-seven World Series now tied at two games apiece. Astros manager Dusty Baker spoke about the game during a post-game press conference. Combined no-hitter is, I mean, that's hard to do because usually somebody's going to give it up, uh, you know, during that no-hitter. And so... You know, all our guys were, were were poised and ready and and strong, and that's one reason why I didn't use some of those guys in that game to try to salvage that game last night because I wanted them to be fresh for today, and they'll be fresh, relatively fresh tomorrow. So the no-hitter places Javier in exceedingly rare company. He joins former New York Yankees right-hander Don Larson, who pitched a perfect game in 1956 as the only pitcher in World Series history to finish an outing with no hits allowed in six or more innings. President Joe Biden Wednesday said the midterms are a defining moment for democracy as threats of political violence and voter intimidation loom over the upcoming midterms. Biden, in a 20-minute speech near Washington, D.C., again called election deniers an existential threat to democracy. He tied the January 6th insurrection to last week's hammer attack on Paul Pelosi the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? 
Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th. Biden accuses predecessor Donald Trump of threatening democracy by refusing to accept the results of the 2020 election. Taylor Budowich, a spokesperson for Trump, responded with a statement saying Biden's policies are destroying America and his actions are leaving our country more divided than we've ever been. As he played to a crowd of supporters in Robstown, Texas, on Friday, former President Donald Trump drew cheers as he talked up his first two runs for the White House and teased a third. In order to make our country successful, safe and glorious again, I will probably have to do it again, he said. Aides to the former president are reportedly preparing for a 2024 campaign to be announced after Tuesday's midterms. Last week, Trump spoke in support of Republican candidates running in the midterm elections during that rally in Robstown, Texas. If you want to hear about the American dream and make it come true, as we made it come true just a little while ago, remember, two years ago, we had the strongest border in the country's history. Now we have the worst border in our history. So go out and vote up and down the slate. Vote for Republicans, good, great Republicans. The Federal Reserve pumped up its benchmark interest rate Wednesday by three-quarters of a point for a fourth straight time and the sixth hike so far this year. However, policymakers hinted at a forthcoming reduction of rate hikes. The Fed's move raised its key short-term rate to a range of 3.75% to 4%, its highest level in 15 years. Here's Fed Chair Jerome Powell. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate. We are moving our policy stance purposefully to a level that will be sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2%. The hikes have made mortgages and things like other consumer and business loans more expensive and heightened the risk of a recession. Former President Donald Trump Joe filing a lawsuit against New York Attorney General Letitia James. That happened down in Florida yesterday, alleging that she has abused her position and embarked on a war of intimidation and harassment against him. This lawsuit was filed in Palm Beach County, where Trump resides. It alleges James contravened the laws of New York and Florida due to her investigations into the former president and his family. Trump has repeatedly slammed the efforts by James. Here is Trump on Cats at Night with 77 WABC owner and host John Katzmatidis. I mean, you look at this Letitia James. She's a disaster. Uh, she spends years going after me uh, that she said, oh, I may be misrepresented to banks, which, frankly, I didn't. A spokesperson from the New York Attorney General's office noted in an emailed statement that Trump's two previous attempts to stop its investigation efforts were rejected. Nearly two-thirds of registered voters believe the U.S. economy is currently in a recession, according to a new Politico Morning Consult poll. A 65 percent of respondents indicated they believe the economy is already in a recession compared to 22 percent who said the opposite. 14 percent said they didn't know or had no opinion. Republicans, though, were more likely to consider the economy to be in a recession, with 81 percent saying so compared to 63 percent of independents and 51 percent of Democrats. Despite this, President Biden has repeatedly insisted that the economy is strong. I'm not concerned about the transfer of dollar. I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Does that make sense? Yes. Our economy is strong as hell. Concerns about an economic slowdown have grown as the Federal Reserve continues aggressively hiking interest rates, which increases borrowing costs to lower inflation by cooling off demand. 
Well, the gunman who took part in one of the deadliest mass school shootings in U.S. history learns his fate. 77 WABC's Bob Brown has a story. The man who killed more than a dozen people in a Florida school shooting in 2018 will never be free again. Count one of the indictment, the murder in the first degree of Luke Hoyer. The court imposes a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Judge Elizabeth Shearer sentencing Nicholas Cruz after commending families of the victims for their grace and patience. She said she couldn't imagine what they go through on a daily basis. Cruz killed 17 people on Valentine's Day at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. Well, Elon Musk plans to cut some 3,700 jobs at Twitter, equal to half of the workforce at the social media company, according to Bloomberg, with notifications supposed to go out Friday. Layoffs have been drawn up based on an employee's contributions to coding. Podcaster Joe Rogan has spoken in favor of Musk's takeover on Twitter. I think we have a real problem with discourse, particularly like discourse on Twitter, right? Like if you post something and then someone posts something that opposes what you say, like, ah, and then you got to like formulate it. Like some people don't want that. So what they would like to do is silence the people that have opposing viewpoints. And then you get all this positive feedback from all the people that agree with you. And you're like, yes, I want to amplify that. It's a way to communicate. Musk may allow laid-off workers to earn up to 60 days' worth of severance pay, according to Bloomberg. Musk is also reportedly considering reversing a work-from-anywhere policy. The billionaire completed his purchase of Twitter about two weeks ago for $44 billion, becoming the sole owner of the company. The uh, Border Patrol in Texas under fire for their response to a group of Venezuelan nationals who crossed near El Paso. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has more. Video shows agents armed with paintball guns pushing the migrants back into the river while firing pepper balls at them. Absolutely appalling. We have people who have been denied the legal right to seek asylum. That's Laura Pena with the Texas Civil Rights Project. The Border Patrol says one of the illegal immigrants assaulted an agent with a flagpole. Another threw a rock that injured an agent. They also say pepper spray balls are a crowd control method. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. North Korea is secretly supplying Russia with a significant amount of ammunition, attempting to disguise the shipments as deliveries to the Middle East and North Africa. And that's according to National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby. He told that to reporters Wednesday. The NSC spokesperson refused, though, to give an estimate on the exact amount of these shipments. Kirby appeared on CNN. And now he's reaching out to countries like North Korea for uh, artillery shells and Iran for drones and maybe even surface-to-surface missiles. This is not the picture uh, of, a, of a leader of a military who clearly believes he's doing well on the battlefield. And so all of that gives us a heightened level of concern. Sanctions and export controls have forced Russian President Vladimir Putin to collaborate with outside sources such as North Korea and Iran, which has provided drones and other weapons for supplies in its war against Ukraine, according to Kirby. U.S. is monitoring whether the shipments from North Korea are actually being received. In September, Pyongyang denied charges that it was supplying Moscow with millions of rockets and artillery shells. 
787 WABC News Time 515. Time for a look at sports. Here's Justin Ellick. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Not a whole lot of uh, bedlam at the bank last night during Game 3 of the World Series between Astros and Phillies as Houston made history on the bump with the first combined no-hitter in postseason history. Starting Starter Christian Javier teamed up with relievers Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley to completely shut down a scorching hot Phillies lineup. Javier went the first six hitless innings, ringing up nine Phillies along the way. And his success, successors took it the distance as the Astros take the 5 to nothing victory and even up the series at two games a pop before Game 5 tonight in Philadelphia. Here's what the final out sounded like, courtesy of Fox Sports. Real Muto. Bouncing ball to third. Picked by Bregman. The Astros have a World Series no-hitter. The second one in World Series history. First pitch for Game 5 tonight is scheduled for 8 or 3 p.m. Eastern Time with Justin Verlander and Noah Syndergaard set to take the hill for their respective squads. And now let's get local as the Knicks provided the only basketball in town last night. New York held a 23-point lead over the Atlanta Hawks at the Garden before Atlanta stormed all the way back to steal a 112-99 win on the road. DeJounte Murray played the hero for the Hawks pouring in a career-high 36 points to make up for the time star point guard Trey Young missed in the second half due to a left eye contusion. Despite that, Young added 17 points and wrapped to the win as Jalen Brunson led the Knicks side in scoring with his 21, uh, 20 points excuse me, in 31 minutes on the floor. New York will now make the short trip to Philly to tip it off with the Sixers tomorrow night. And looking ahead to tonight on the ice, the Isles are in St. Louis at 8 p.m. to face off with the Blues. The Rangers are set to host the Bruins at the Garden at 7.30 p.m. And the Devils have a 9 o'clock date tonight in Edmonton with the Oilers. And, of course, you've got Thursday night football, and that means the start of Week 9 of the NFL season. League's top dogs in the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles make the trip to Houston in a mimic of this year's World Series matchup to kick it off with the Texans at 8.15 p.m. Eastern time. Philadelphia are 14-point favorites. Fun fact, the Phillies and the Eagles tonight. Uh, the Phillies, I believe, start at 8.03 p.m. Eastern time, and the Eagles start at 8 15 p.m. Eastern Time. So Philadelphia sports fans are going to have to make a decision as to what team they want to watch tonight. Or two TVs, Deb. I TVs. think a lot of people will be calling out sick tomorrow yeah. in Philadelphia. There you That's go. what I think. That's a good <laughs> All excuse. <laughs> All right. Lou Dobbs has your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. A volatile session on Wall Street today after the latest Fed interest rate hike, a fourth consecutive 75 basis point hike. Stocks plunged after Fed Chairman Powell said it's premature to consider pausing interest rate hikes. Still, the Fed hinted at a slower pace as soon as next month. Starbucks reporting fourth quarter earnings after the closing bell, inflationary pressures, surging costs, and China's COVID lockdowns plaguing the coffee giant. Quarterly revenue forecasts have increased a modest 2%. As for the outlook, Starbucks has launched a strategic overhaul targeting between 10 and 12% annual sales growth over the next three years. Netflix's new $7 ad-supported plan launches today. Users can expect four to five minutes of ads per hour of programming. Netflix stock is up 15% after the company announced the new option. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. 
Futures in the red this morning. The Dow down 15 points at 32,163. The S&P's dropped four. The NASDAQ down 20 and three quarter points. Gold down $23 an ounce at $1,627. Crude oil at $88.64 a barrel. That's down $1.36. The WABC Early News. Never Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time is 520. Well, the big New York City Marathon will be run on Sunday and security will be tight. Here's 77 WABC's Alex Barnard with details. Chief of Counterterrorism Martin Matarasso says runners checking in on Staten Island will be thoroughly screened and handheld wands will be used for spectators at all access points. We will be actively monitoring the race with our vast array of technological tools, including event cameras, license plate readers, and chemical and radiological sensors. The NYPD will be using counterterrorism heavy weapons teams, explosive detective canine units, and sand trucks to prevent unauthorized vehicles from entering the route. There will also be undercover officers in the crowds, and backpacks, coolers, and drones are banned. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News. The handyman accused of stabbing a woman to death and stuffing her body in a hockey bag pled guilty to manslaughter Wednesday morning. 44-year-old David Bonola appeared in a Queens criminal court. He pleaded guilty to first-degree manslaughter in the death of 55-year-old Orsalia Gal. Former prosecutor David Schwartz spoke to ABC7. If you win trial on a murder, you get 25 to life. Or we could plead the case out to a manslaughter, and it's 25 years, but the family could move on. And this happens all the time. Benola and Orsalia Gal had an on-again, off-again intimate affair for two years before he stabbed her to death, stuffed her body in a duffel bag, and dragged it to a location beneath the Jackie Robinson Parkway leaving a bloody trail through the streets of Forest Hills, according to the NYPD. The woman was murdered after Benola arrived at her home late one night in April to speak to her about their relationship. At the time, her husband was away. There were no signs of forced entry. Police think he was either let in or used a key hidden inside of a barbecue. He will be sentenced to 25 years in prison. Well, swans are dying in one New Jersey town. 77 WABC News Director Noam Leiden has more. Avian flu has struck again in New Jersey, killing dozens of swans at Point Pleasant Beach. This is a tragic event for all of us in Point Pleasant Beach, and obviously we're hoping that it runs its course and we get on the other side of it as quickly as possible. That's Point Pleasant Mayor Paul Kanditra. Wildlife officials say at least 30 swans have died from avian flu at the Lake of the Lilies just over the past week. There's little risk to humans, but people are being told to stay away from the lake for now. For early news, I'm Noam Layden. An attorney for a group of protesters who filed suit alleging that in 2015, security guards for then-candidate Donald Trump assaulted them outside of Trump Tower in Manhattan say they've settled their case as jury selection was already underway. Benjamin Dictor, an attorney for the plaintiffs, would not comment on the terms of the settlement or if the former president admitted any wrongdoing. He spoke outside court prior to the settlement. We secured answers to those questions, and we intend to present uh, Mr. Trump's sworn testimony to a jury in this matter as uh, soon as possible. And we have every expectation that a jury will return a favorable verdict for our clients. The suit charged that Trump's head of security punched one of the protesters in the head while trying to wrestle away his Make America Racist Again sign. The protesters said their right to peaceful and lawful assembly was violated. 
Well, a federal sting, at least 21 people have been arrested in four states, including New Jersey, in a widespread scheme to traffic pricey stolen catalytic converters. Federal agents served search warrants Wednesday morning at several locations, including DJ Auto Parts in Homedale, New Jersey, which is based in a luxury $1.7 million home. Aberdeen resident Mary Jean Milner spoke to ABC7. This is highly unusual for this many cars to be out in this cul-de-sac and specifically on on this street here. I didn't really realize police were here. And um, now I, I know that the FBI is here and supposedly what's going on. According to court documents, catalytic converters were stolen in California and other states and then transported to New Jersey where precious metal powders were taken out and sold to a refinery. Federal investigators say DJ Auto Parts created and operated an app that gave real-time prices to catalytic converter thieves and their customers. They've even advertised on Facebook that they would pay for shipping, according to officials. A former New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, on Wednesday, of course, a Democrat, criticized his own Democratic Party for being tongue-tied on crime. He accused the Democratic Party, particularly in New York State, of being afraid of the extremist left. Cuomo appeared on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. I don't know why the Democrats, and this is nationwide, I don't know why they can't be more aggressive addressing the issue of crime. You can be a progressive, but you still understand that job one is public safety. Republicans have hammered home the issue of rising crime in this year's midterm elections. A recent Gallup poll, for example, showed that a record high portion of Americans, some 56 percent, perceived local crime as increasing in their own neighborhoods. The former New York governor added that Democrats aren't listening when people say they feel afraid due to rising crime. No top tier winner. Can you believe it? And last night's $1.2 billion Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot for Saturday night's drawing is now an estimated $1.5 billion. But sales could tip that jackpot past the record $1.56 billion mark. Well, here's what some folks who bought a ticket had to say. I got a winner, maybe. You got a winner? We got a Jimmy. We got a Jimmy. (laughs) I win. I win, and I'm going to share the money with everybody. I'd like to be her friend. There's been no top-tier winner since August 3rd, marking 38 consecutive draws without a top jackpot winner. The odds of winning Powerball, one in 292 million. Well, the long-awaited sequel to a James Cameron epic was just released, showing more of what's to come in his next film, 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has more. A new trailer for the highly anticipated Avatar sequel is hitting the internet. Avatar The Way of Water is set a decade after the original film. Returns lead actor Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana, as well as newcomers Kate Winslet, Michelle Yeoh, and Edie Falco. The film is written, directed, produced, and edited by James Cameron. Avatar The Way of Water will hit theaters on December 16th. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. If you miss the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.